Hi, this is Matt and Sean from Two Black Guys with good credit from a local business to a global corporation. Partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash banking for business to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, N.A., copyright 2024. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then... Stripe Tap to Pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. With Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. No more juggling different methods. Just a simple tap on my iPhone and transactions are complete. What's truly remarkable is how Stripe caters to all my customers' preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Stripe ensures a smooth checkout experience every time. Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Thanks to everyone who supports Daily Tech News Show directly. To find out more, head to dailytechnewsshow.com slash support. This is the Daily Tech News for Tuesday, October 2nd, 2018 in Los Angeles. I'm Tom Merritt. And from Studio Feline, I'm Scooter Lane. And I'm Patrick Beja. I'm tired. (laughs) Aw, Patrick. Is it dad stuff? Because I think that's why our next uh, person is Yeah, it kind of is dad. I, I too, am tired, but I come from the fringes of the L.A. empire. And you are? Oh, that's right. My name, Roger. My name is Roger. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's how you really know someone's uh, tired they're like who i don't yeah, know he's trying to one up you patrick <laughs> somebody uh it's the battle of the dads we got three dads on the show today microsoft's in the middle of announcing things so rich straffolino has agreed to keep an eye on the microsoft announcements and surface every once in a while to tell us what they're announcing thank you rich no problem tom uh rich we have something we'll be talking about in a couple of minutes, right? <laughs> it took them like 25 yes, minutes to actually, actually announce something, Tom. All right, good, good. Uh, we'll get to the first round of Microsoft stuff in a minute, but let's start with a few other tech things you should know. Tencent Music Entertainment Group formally filed an IPO in the United States under the symbol TME in what could be the biggest U.S. IPO by a Chinese company ever to date. In a filing with the SEC, Tencent Music reported a profit of $263 million on revenue of $1.3 billion for the last six months ending June 30th. Mm. Ever sounded really exciting and then to date kind of brought it down a little bit. I'm disappointed. Mm. Well, I mean, <laughs> I was going to be no, it's true. <laughs> Apple is now integrating university student ID cards into its wallet, the company's contactless payment system on the Apple Watch and the iPhone. The first schools to come uh, online are Duke University, the University of Alabama, and the University of Oklahoma. Apple first announced the integration back in June at WWDC. In response to a surprise complaint by engineer Eric Swildens, the U.S. Patent and Trade Office has rejected... Almost all 56 claims, basically 53 claims, all but three, in Waymo's patent suit against Uber. The USPTO found that some claims replicated technology described in an earlier patent from LIDAR vendor Velodyne, while another claim was simply impossible and quote-unquote magic. Swildens, who doesn't work for any of the companies in question, says he became interested in the LIDAR patents when it surfaced during the Uber case, and he saw how simple Waymo's LiDAR circuit seemed to be. 
all that was needed was just someone to complain. Do you believe in magic? No. Eric Swildens did not. And so I complained. (laughs) If you don't live in Japan, or even if you do, you may not have realized that GeoCities continued as part of Yahoo Japan long after it shut down for the rest of the world. That ends this March as Yahoo Japan. uh, Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. It's kind of like the ever and to date thing. It's disappointing. Um, That ends this March as Yahoo Japan announced it will shut down the service after 22 years. I'm sad that I'm just learning that GeoCities was still available. I could have walked down good (laughs) old Athens neighborhood one last time. Well, I guess I have till March. I can can do that. Yeah. Will you? uh, I might. Don't, oh, okay. don't challenge me, Patrick. I'll do it. <laughs> it, it. It wasn't a challenge, so it wasn't. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's check in with Rich Straffolino and find out uh, what Microsoft has announced so far in their ongoing announcement as we record this. Uh, looks like we have a couple of things now, Rich. Uh, yeah, the big news right now is the announced Surface Pro 6. This will come with eight generation Intel CPUs, that means quad-core, uh, more than likely, a 12.3-inch display up to one terabyte of SSC storage, 13.5-hour battery life, weighs 1.7 pounds, a redesigned thermal system, and, notably, available in jet black. So uh, the rumors that are the leak we saw of, of Microsoft uh, putting out black colored devices is true. I didn't get that excited about that leak. I'm like, okay. Uh, and... The other thing that I'd seen speculated is that we weren't going to get a big design change. These were just going to be uh, pretty much uh, spec bumps uh, for what is, a, at the current moment, a successful line for Microsoft. And that looks like what we've got. Absolutely, Tim. Uh, price starts at $899, goes on sale October 16th. Now, it looks like there's also a Surface laptop. What do we know? Do we know anything yet about that? Uh, I have not seen any details about that because the Verge live feed is not updating presently. Oh, I'm finding something on TechCrunch about it. You might want to just look over at, at the articles as they get posted. Uh, looks like I will jump over. <laughs> yeah, it looks like we've got a Surface Laptop 2 coming out. Uh, so we'll let Rich look and dig into that and... Um, and we'll move along and talk about some other things, but we'll keep checking in uh, with Rich uh, to find out a little bit more about the other Surface devices as they surface. Patrick, let's talk a little bit more about Chrome. Well, Google announced a partnership with Ubisoft to bring the upcoming Assassin's Creed Odyssey to its Chrome browser for a limited number of users the same day the game comes out on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. The test is called Project Stream and is geared towards participants with a home internet connection of at least 25 megabits per second. Ubisoft is also experimenting with uh, bringing the game to the Nintendo Switch in Japan via cloud servers. So video game streaming is everywhere. Yeah, no, this is very cool. Um, I, I, I like what they're doing here, which is we're going to demonstrate our technology for game streaming with a big name title at release date. That makes a big splash. And the way I guess they were able to convince Ubisoft to do this is to say, we'll limit the number of participants. We're not going to try to undermine your whole market here uh, right out of the gate. It'll, it'll just be a beta test. Um, so you're going to have a bunch of people scrambling to get these invites uh, to try this out. How successful do you expect it to be, Patrick? It. I think the big challenge now, I mean, video game streaming services, as we've talked about them many times on the show, uh, they've been around for a while 
the big challenge now is to try and reduce latency, which they kind of address in the announcement about this uh, project. And we know, we'd known they've been working on it for a while, but um, they note that streaming video, as we know, is relatively easy because as long as you can buffer a couple of seconds or even a little bit more, then your internet's connection, uh, 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 how do you say it? Basically, losing quality is not going to be a problem. In mm-hmm. games, of course, you need to have good, reliable, instant uh, 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 latency. So if they manage to address that problem, then I think it could be very successful. And the really interesting thing is that they're not just launching a console or anything like that. You already have everything you need to play it. Basically, just Chrome. That's the biggest part of this announcement for me. 25 megabits per second doesn't seem like that's that fast. I I mean, I know not everybody has access to that everywhere, but but that is somewhat at the lower end of broadband uh, these days, or at least more frequently it can be. Um, you're, you're seeing cable companies come out with 300, 400 megabits per second. You're seeing fiber in more places. So, uh, it, it does seem like this is fairly on the wider and most, more people will be able to handle this than not. Yeah. 25 megabits is definitely enough to stream some HD content. That's for sure. Uh, the big issue, as I was mentioning, is going to be latency. If you have an older, you know, type of connection, it might not be as, uh, as Uh, fast as a... Uh, you know, fiber connection. Well, because I have two connections there. I have a business line that's 400 megabits per second for this stream. And then I have a home line, which is fused DSL <laughs> for 50 megabits per <laughs> second. I wonder what the latency on that is. I, I know I've done a speed test, but I don't remember now because I wasn't paying attention to it that closely on the day of install. I just wanted to make sure I was getting close to what I paid for um, download wise. So that that those fused lines might have latency issues that other other lines wouldn't. I mean, to be honest, if you have a decent latency, even if it's, you know, around 50 or 100, for a game like that, which is solo, uh, you, you, it's still going to be playable. Yeah. Uh, the real trouble happens when you want to play multiplayer games. All right. Question for everybody. When is the last time you swatted someone? Oh, please. No. Uh, you mean flies or people? Because there's a whole big difference there. <laughs> <laughs> Swatting is a term, at least in this story, meaning calling the police with a fake threat to get the SWAT team to respond to an unsuspecting target. It's not a nice thing to do. This often happens to video streamers so that the people who are being the perpetrators can watch the results in real time, live on the video stream. This actually happens. The Seattle Police Department now says anybody worried about swatting happening to them can create a profile on a data management service called Rave Facility run by Smart 911 and add a swatting concern tab to their profile. If you're worried about it, you add it to your profile and it'll let 911 operators share that information with emergency responders. Yeah, this is this is this is serious stuff. I mean, there there's some people yeah. who who've had their lives put in danger because somebody Don't wanted stop. to prank them. Some people have died. Uh, it, it is incredibly dangerous. Obviously, the authorities respond thinking that there's, you know, someone holding people at gunpoint in a house. And and it it's happened that they would actually come in and think some, something was happening and shot. It, it, and we didn't quite know how to address it. So this is a 
very simple and hopefully very effective way of addressing this. If you get swatted, uh, or if you think you might get swatted, you register, and when someone gets a call th- saying, hey, there's a, a, a hostage situation happening in this house, when they see this house is actually the home of a streamer that has registered, they're going to probably think twice about how to enter that uh, situation. Well, yeah, and Seattle PD made a point of saying, this is not going to reduce our response time. Uh, this is not going to cause us to not respond. Uh, what it is is more information for the respondents to know going in uh, so that they can assess the situation and kind of look for signs. Uh, if if you know you're going to the home of someone who does streaming, you're going to have a different mindset coming up to the door than you would otherwise. And, you know, part of it is, you know, also police procedure. I mean, I think the Seattle PD is actually being very proactive here. Uh, there was a case in Wichita a couple of years ago where a guy was literally shot on his French porch. Uh, and unfortunately, he died when his he was swatted, uh, and and the, the 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 local SWAT team came, and unfortunately they uh, uh, shot him. But it's one of those things where this is one of those things where policies and procedures definitely need to change. Um, you know, regardless of it, you know what the situation, you cannot assume that what you think you hear is exactly what they're gonna what's happening and. Um, it's unfortunate that we've come to this point where, you know, you know, something that's ostensibly should be fun to do watching someone play a video game now is involved in a very illegal. I mean, calling in a, 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 a false crime is is a I'm not sure if, if it is a felony. Oh, it's in a most felony. Jurisdictions. So, yeah. I mean, it's 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 not a joke. And it's unfortunate that, you know, we have to to do this. But I think I, I you know, applaud the Seattle PD for taking these steps. All right. Uh, let's switch to something, if not happier, at least uh, not involving death. Uh, let's talk uh, to Rich Drafalino about what's happening at the Microsoft announcement. What have they announced since we last spoke? All right, Tom. So as you alluded to, they announced the Surface Laptop 2, which starts at either $899 or $999, according to CNET, uh, has a 14.5-hour battery life. Same design, but comes in that classy matte black, 8th-gen Intel CPUs, uh, Instant On and Windows Hello support, and ships October 16th, perhaps most notably. There's also more details about uh, the Windows 10 October 2018 update. Uh, auto updates will be available starting October 9th, uh, and it will support uh, text from uh, sending a text from a PC using either an Android or iOS device, a shared clipboard between PCs, and a dark theme in the File Explorer. CNET also reported that there is a, a picture of an updated, what appears to be an updated Surface Studio in an official photo on Twitter, no one details as of yet. <laughs> okay. So, so Roger, you were saying you wanted a Windows news out of this before the show. Uh, we, so we got uh, the auto update of Windows coming uh, October 9th. And usually what happens with that is if you want it before October 9th, you can force the update. Uh, so I'm assuming that's the case uh, this time as well. Anybody excited about these two Surface? I mean, we're we're talking eighty-five percent faster on the laptop too. You know, some nice spec bumps on the on the the Surface Pro Six. But well, and listen, I think. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Rich. Well, for me, the big news is quad core now across the entire surface or across the Surface Pro and the Surface laptop. I think there was a big deficiency when you were looking at uh, other laptops that were adopting the Intel eighth gen. And I think it makes a big difference for making this, especially on a pro machine, something that's going to be called a pro. Having that really would come in handy for photo or video editing. Yeah. And both available in the color black. Matte black, Tom. Sorry, matte black. Sorry, (laughs) Matt. 
Uh, all right, a couple of things about from Facebook uh, to talk about today. Facebook has followed YouTube and Twitch in letting video creators schedule pre-recorded video to stream at a certain time as if it was live. Uh, it's it's not just scheduling a post to go up, but you sort of make a big deal with a countdown. You can be in the chat room and everybody watches it at the same time as if it was streaming live, but it's pre-recorded. So Facebook's doing that now too. Twitch has done that for a long time. YouTube started doing it recently. Uh, Facebook calls their function premieres. Facebook is also rolling out a top fans badge to all pages with more than 10,000 followers. So your most loyal uh, fans can have a top uh, fan badge on all their posts. Facebook released some anti-bullying tools as well. Users can hide or delete multiple comments at a time. You can now delete your own comments and you can report bullying and harassment on behalf of other users. You can also appeal a decision to take down your comments for bullying if you feel that someone was actually harassing you by trying to get your comments taken down. And Facebook is testing the ability to search and block certain words from showing up in comments, though that feature has not yet launched yet. All this is good. Uh, The most interesting thing for me is that Facebook is not letting go or giving up on their video efforts obviously they wouldn't but and anecdotally i haven't seen a huge pickup on on them um with the exception of a couple of dedicated people who are might have been uh uh i don't want to say paid by facebook but certainly it looked like they were very enthusiastic uh about that platform when no one else was uh but they they're still going and i guess as they should because video seems like the one last part of the internet that they haven't completely dominated so it's not that surprising Mm. yeah uh anything else on the on the facebook stuff uh here before we move on all right, let's talk about some opera. I guess we can talk about Opera, which launched launched its uh, Opera Touch browser to iOS after launching on Android back in April. It's optimized for one-hand use, letting you open or close tabs, switch to search, go back or forward using a menu bar located at the bottom of the screen. This app, uh, the app also includes Opera's Flow technology, which lets a user pass link, images, and notes from their phone to an Opera browser on their computer using a secure and private connection. <laughs> I actually tried this out earlier. Um, it's great. I love it. Um, I've always liked the Opera browser, uh, at least on the desktop. Um, and having an option that's not Safari on iOS is, uh, I appreciate. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Claude 3 model family from Anthropic is your one-stop shop for enterprise AI. With models at every point on the price performance curve, you no longer have to make trade-offs between intelligence, speed, and cost. Claude 3 Opus sets new industry benchmarks for intelligence. Sonnet strikes the perfect balance between skills and speed. And Haiku is the fastest and lowest cost model on the market, perfectly designed for high-volume, high-speed use cases. Join the thousands of enterprises who trust Anthropic to keep them at the frontier. Visit 
anthropic.com slash Claude today. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then Stripe tap to pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. With Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. No more juggling different methods. Just a simple tap on my iPhone and transactions are complete. What's truly remarkable is how Stripe caters to all my customers' preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Stripe ensures a smooth checkout experience every time. Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. And, you know, the one-handed thing with this large phone that I have is like not really happening. However, I like, um, I like the UI in general and I, um, you know, I like the upper team. So that's the big question about any browser that Opera ever puts out. Everyone likes them. Everyone agrees <laughs> they are really yeah. innovative yeah. and Great interesting. Team. Yeah. yeah. And then no one uses them. And I say no one. I understand some people. Not use many. Them. I mean, not a large yeah. yeah. I, I, but, I, think, I think a fair amount of people use the Opera browser, at least on, you know, on, on OS ten. Okay. Will you? I do. Okay, excellent. Then <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's at least one of the browsers that I that I use in general. Like, hey, on a regular basis. From, yeah, like, uh, yeah, like open up Opera. It, it's definitely in my it's in my rotation. Yeah, cool, yeah. excellent. Yeah, I'm, the problem I'm with iOS is Opera. that you you can't reset your default like you can on Mac OS. So on Mac OS, I use Chrome because my default browser can be Chrome. On iOS, I use Safari because I can't change the default. So even if I mm. wanted to use Opera or Chrome or Firefox Focus or something else. I, I I forget to launch it and I have to launch it intentionally. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I'm not launching a browser from with, with what you're describing from within some other app or a link all that often. I mean, Chrome is is down in 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 my in my in my uh my my main apps down on the bottom, you know, next to messages and my phone and you know, this Chrome. So, yeah, that doesn't happen that often, but you're right. I guess that that is a uh, a shortcoming. Well, let's find something that's not a shortcoming. That's actually an <laughs> increase. In fact, it is. Amazon announced it's raising its minimum wage for U.S. employees. That's more than 250,000 Amazon employees. That includes part-time and temporary employees, as well as another 100,000 seasonal employees to $15. $15 effective next month. The company said it will also start advocating for an increase to the federal minimum wage. The company is also raising wages for its British employees to a minimum of 1050 pounds sterling for workers in London and 950 in the rest of the country in England. Target announced in its holiday hiring release it would raise the minimum hourly wage to $15 by 2020. And Walmart announced plans in January to raise its minimum wage to $11. Okay, so this is somewhat of a financial labor market story than a tech story. But with Amazon getting so much heat uh, here in the U.S., uh, Senator Bernie Sanders had called them out for for labor practices and was advocating for legislation to be passed uh, targeting Amazon. Uh, It is interesting to note that there is low unemployment in the U.S., some of the lowest since the economic recovery began back in 2008, and it is a tight labor market. So you have to pay people more to get them. 
in a low unemployment market. So here we have an excellent opportunity for a huge positive press release for Amazon to say, well, in order to be competitive and make sure Walmart and Target don't get the employees that we want, let's pay them more and make a big deal about how we're raising our minimum wage. It's not a minimum wage. It's the lowest amount Amazon will pay people. (laughs) It's minimum wages. I I reserve that term for a legal concept where the law says you can't pay people below that. Anyway, uh, I, I think this is an excellent press opportunity for Amazon. So you think it is a, a, a recruitment issue that they were having or were thinking they might have in the future more than a reaction to the avalanche of negative press they've been getting in the I past few I don't think months. it has to be one or the other, but I think yeah. they kind of had to raise their amount anyway and saw it as a way to kill two birds with one stone. Interesting. Um yeah, it's I mean, it's definitely a good thing, especially this might get people to forget a little bit about the uh, potentially damning evidence about their issues with uh, unions or not their issues. Right, but right. No, about this last Whole Foods week. particularly has has battled against unions long before Amazon bought it. And now Amazon and Whole Foods teaming together are fighting against uh, unions together for right. sure. Yeah. And and so this is only positive, I guess, um, mostly for the actual workers who sure. were, by all accounts, uh, having pretty horrendous working conditions. At least now they'll be paid a little bit better. Just I'll just note, uh, these issues are very public in Europe, or at least in France as well. And Amazon is under fire constantly for their working conditions. We do have minimum wage here. So maybe that's less of an issue, but the working conditions are being scrutinized very heavily. Yeah. A couple of things. First of all, you keep saying working conditions. Nothing has changed in the working conditions with this announcement. Yeah. That's why I was saying at least they'll be paid more. Uh, And we we have a minimum wage in the United States as well. You made it sound like you you have one in France and we don't. We do. Mm. Yeah, we look at it and we think you have a lot of uh, very little unemployment, but a lot of working poor's, which uh, that's That's a whole separate issue about whether there is, in fact, a minimum wage or not, though. Those are two two separate things. I guess. Yeah. Anyway, very low minimum. Maybe you think our minimum wage isn't large enough. That's a different. That's that's. Yeah. But another question, though, how much were they paid before? What was the. Amazon minimum wage before. I don't think the they lowest this. that people were paid. I thought I saw yeah. it somewhere as something like twelve an hour. Mm. Uh, I think but that's I, right. I could be. That's wrong. a substantial raise. Yeah, folks. If you want to get all the tech headlines each day in about five minutes, be sure to subscribe to dailytechheadlines.com. And let's check in with Rich Straffolino. Do you do we have any more announcements coming out of Microsoft? That's right, Tom. We have one uh, announcement coming out in regards to Windows 10. So Roger uh, should be extra happy here. Coming out with the October update will be the ability uh, to mirror any Android app directly to Windows 10. Hmm. Microsoft's calling it creatively app mirroring. (laughs) Look, the folks at Daily Tech News Show are not going to criticize Microsoft for naming their (laughs) app mirroring thing app mirroring. But yeah, Uh, that's that's cool. So so. That's not part of the Your Phone app. It sounds like it's a separate thing, but it's along those same lines of being able to take something on your phone and and do it on Windows 10, which is pretty cool. And possibly a move to combat uh, Chrome OS kind of doing the same thing, not mirroring, but Mm -hmm. being able to run Android apps natively. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Android apps run great on Chrome OS. I, I use that quite a bit. 
Well, thanks to everybody who participates in our subreddit, Windows News, and all sorts of other news. You help us make our show better. Thank you. Submit stories and vote on others at dailytechnewsshow.reddit.com. And also facebook.com slash groups slash dailytechnewsshow is another place that you can hang out and share stories with others. Okay, we got Chris Christensen back addressing the difference between American travelers and their European counterparts. Patrick, I know you're going to like this. This is Chris Christensen from Amateur Traveler with another Tech in Travel Minute. This story is not necessarily as travel-related, but I did see it in my travel news feeds. There's a study that came out about the difference between different countries and how they deal with issues like sharing data and who is persuasive to them. And two stats that I thought were interesting is in the U.S., 53% of adults are more than willing to share their personal data with a company that personalizes its product services. But as you go to the U.K., Germany, and France, that goes down to 43%, 39%, and 36%. So Americans are much more willing to share their personal data. And then the other stat that was interesting is who do they find persuasive, whether they find digital resources more persuasive than their significant other. And with those four countries, again, only France found their significant other to be more persuasive, 55%. But in the U.S., U.K., and Germany, we find digital resources more persuasive, 64%, 61%, and 52%. Interesting stats. I'm Chris Christensen from Amateur Traveler. You know, that's interesting, Patrick. What do you think of this? <laughs> so when we say persuasive is persuading you to travel or getting information on the location you're going to or i guess it's a little bit of all it's, of it's sort of like my wife said we should stay at this yeah. onsen yeah. but yeah. TripAdvisor recommended a different one so we're picking the TripAdvisor one i please note i am french um <laughs> i would like to think what you're that, french <laughs> yeah i know it's surprising um <laughs> I, I would like to think that this is because we have healthier uh, partnerships in France. And so we listen to each other more and understand each other more. And that's going to be my line. Then, and, and, and damn it, I'm going to stick with it. Them's fighting words. <laughs> However you say that in French. Well, <laughs> what other explanation would you have, I wonder? Um, I don't know. But, oh, look. The Surface Studio 2 has been announced, Rich. <laughs> yes, that's right, Tom. And it comes with the same 28-inch screen, 22% brighter and with 28% better contrast. It has pen input with 4,096 levels of pressure and improved ink latency. And hey, it comes with Pascal graphics that are 50% faster, which means it's probably still a mobile chip and two terabytes of up to solid state storage. You know, I wish Microsoft would announce their actual products the way you are announcing them for them. <laughs> Be very what much, can I say? much yeah. more. Yeah. Have you considered being an auctioneer? <laughs> <laughs> I would love nothing more, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so again, kind of a it's an update and it's a decent update. Uh, but now we're seeing why they didn't want to stream this because it doesn't sound like anything is too crazy here. It's it, They could have done all this in a press release, I feel like. I was initially thinking maybe they should have said initially that they weren't going to stream it, but they would have gotten the, the hype would have completely died down. And now they're still getting everyone who prepared for the live streaming, uh, getting all of that 
you know, uh, uh, reported with their live blogs and all of that. And so they're getting a lot of press. It's, it's more savvy than I would have initially thought, I guess. All right. Uh, well, folks, uh, we will get back to reading your emails in the mailbag tomorrow. Uh, but uh, thank you for all of the great ideas after our quarterly hangout. We're going to have to go through and list them all out. Even if there's not stuff we can use as a milestone, they're just great ideas for segments, for specials that we want to do in there. Uh, so please keep the good ideas coming. Feedback at DailyTechNewsShow.com. Thanks to Patrick Beja for being with us this fine Tuesday. Patrick, how is everything going since we saw you last? Well, it's going pretty well. I'm a little bit tired. Uh, my son is obviously being a baby, which he is. Uh, but other than that, it, I'm fine. Thank you for asking, Sarah. It's so kind. Well, of course. Um, and let folks know how they can keep up with the rest of your work. <laughs> oh, oh, right. Yes, I, I get it. Right. Um, I do well, care. I care how you're doing, but I also want you to. You know, uh, so if you enjoy video games, I would uh, suggest that you go check out um, Pixels. It's my gaming show, which we do every couple of weeks. And the latest episode is about uh, m- uh, many things. But one of the things we talk about is Destiny 2, the latest expansion. I had given up on that game, and the latest expansion is pretty good. If you want to learn why, just listen to the show. Thank you, Rich Straffolino. Of course, you'll hear Rich every once in a while filling in for Sarah and myself on Daily Tech Headlines. He hosts Technically Parenting, one of our DTNS Labs uh, efforts that's going out. Uh, Rich, is there anything else you want to tell folks about? Just that you can go to technicallyparenting.com and be redirected to a search for the Technically Parenting (laughs) posts on Daily Tech News Show. Folks, uh, don't forget, uh, we are operating 98% on your support. Uh, so it is crucial uh, that if you have an extra dollar uh, that you think this show is worth, send it our way. Patreon.com slash DTNS. Our email address is feedback at dailytechnewsshow.com. We love your feedback. Keep it coming. You guys are the best. And you gals. We're live Monday through Friday at 4.30 p.m. Eastern, 2030 UTC. Find out more at dailytechnewsshow.com slash live. We'll be back again tomorrow with Scott Johnson. Talk to you then. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs> Hi, this is Matt and Sean from Two Black Guys with good credit. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, N.A., copyright 2024. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.